How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. And the Brewers have the lead. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year. And we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final from American Family Field, and the result is not good tonight. Wow, just last night when I was praising the offense, look what happens. It's a three-zip shutout loss. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Tim Allen, Evan Heffelfinger, and where where is the offense? Oh, I know where it is. Uh, it was a lefty on the hill for the Atlanta Braves. That's where the offense is. Uh, just some quick numbers here as uh, before we get going. Uh, Brewers uh, offense against left-handed pitching. The team overall has faced left-handed starters in 12 games this year. Their record in those 12 games is 4-8. And and in those 12 games, they've scored 29 total runs. That includes one, two, three shutouts uh, and a nine-run output. So 29 runs in 12 games is not very good. But then if you consider one of those games, they scored nine runs in the game, makes it even worse. But if they got to figure out something on how to, how to beat lefties. Now, they are depleted a little bit on the roster here offensively. You don't have two of your guns going here in tonight's game. Willie Adamas, as well as Andrew McCutcheon, still not active, and they were not active into today's game. I would assume McCutcheon tomorrow and then Willie Adamas on Friday, if things go well. He felt a little bit better today. Uh, but, you know, with, with McCutcheon, they just wanted him to run around, get his wind back a little bit, and then get back in there. This off day on Thursday has impacted uh, the roster decisions here. Going light on the bench was another roster move today. One a little bit on the fourth side of things. Uh, J.C. Mejia was handed an 80-game suspension from Major League Baseball 
for violation of, yeah, the, the drug thing. So he's gone, and they call up Trevor Kelly. There you go. There's the, Well, you never know. You know, they find these bullpen arms. Trevor Kelly has had some uh, uh, experience in the big leagues with a couple of different teams, limited as it, as it is, just 14 games pitched. Uh, 11 innings um, and, a, and a big, big, tall ERA of nine plus in the bigs, but really having a nice year at AAA Nashville. Trevor Kelly, the latest called up from the Milwaukee Brewers, and and you have a three zip loss tonight. And as if you're just tuning in, you're probably uh, recalling last night's show in which Evan, you were off last night, in which I was saying that the offense is good enough. They they really are, and when you when you compare. Only when you compare them to the rest of the league, and as as you know, you know they were first in home runs coming into yesterday's game. They were, you know, maybe eleventh or twelfth in in team batting average. They were fourth in runs scored. They were fifth in OPS. They were, you know, uh, even even the strikeouts. Yeah, they have to limit those a little bit, but uh, they were you know middle of the road somewhere in in the sixteen range uh, in ranking and. And their walks, they were uh, elevated into the upper third. So the offense was good enough. And once you know it, Evan, just less than 24 hours later, they get shut out. That that should show you for saying something positive about the team that you root for and talk about every day. Well, and that's that's the problem. You go through these emotional roller coaster of, of times here in a, in a Major League Baseball season, the grind. And... You know, you you, you got to measure it in in long sample sizes. We understand that, but I find myself still not in control emotionally during some of these games. During most of these games, and that is like tonight's game. This was sort of an intense game until it it got late, and then you know, Box gives up the the two run bomb, and you're you're just kind of thinking, well, maybe the energy of the crowd, which was was amazing tonight. 28,910 on a Tuesday night in May. Come on. That is amazing. You guys should be proud of yourself. It, it did seem electric in that ballpark. It did. Um, uh, hearing the crowd in, in both the uh, television and the radio broadcast, it was, uh, you guys were just waiting for something to happen. That being said, when it doesn't, I, I threw it out there on Twitter. How angry do you get when it comes to Brewers' losses? And do you get a fair amount of anger going? I do. I, I kind of do. I, you know, I, I cool down pretty quick. But do you, do you find yourself getting emotional during these games? I'm such a fan of this team that I, some, I just can't help it. And you want to do this stoic, be a man about it. It's just a game. Well, that's not how, that's not how I roll. I don't know about you guys. Want to get your reaction at 414-799-1250. Of this game, Adrian Hauser, you, you want to talk about bulldog performances? This this is what Adrian Hauser does, and and we all knew that a guy like Freddie Peralta has had some problems early on in the outing, and then he settles in. Maybe that's a little like Freddie Peralta for Adrian Hauser. Got himself into a little bit of trouble early, got himself out, just fought his way out of that thing, and really had a nice performance tonight. And this is, this is, again, another wasted performance from a Brewer starter. But do we look at it that way? Do we look at it as wasted performances, or do we look at it as big picture? And we say that as long as you keep doing this, you're going to win more games than you lose for sure. So it's, it's two different ways to look at it. You can get greedy and say, 
hey, dude just pitched six innings of one-run ball, and I believe it was unearned, wasn't it? I think it was. So you should win all of those games when your starter goes, yeah, when your starter goes six innings, yeah, it was officially unearned. When he goes six innings, one run given up, come on, guys. Your bullpen is your strength, especially back there. Now it buckled a little bit with box today. But your back end of the bullpen is is really good, and you should win most of those games. So do you you look at it that way, that it is a wasted performance, or do you say, hey, as long as you keep doing this, this, tonight's game was baseball. As long as you keep doing this, you're going to win a ton of games this year. And by the way, I, I do have to mention that Trevor Gott's scoreless inning today, that was big for this Brewers bullpen. You don't want him going in the other direction. That was huge. I, I thought it was kind of a hidden sort of positive in this game that Trevor got coming off an outing that he never recorded an out and really got beat up a little bit on that road trip. And now he comes right back, and, and that, that is a, a huge bit of positive information in this team. But, Evan, do you tend getting angry, or do you want to be the man in the room and just say, ah, you know what, it's a game, I'm going to control my emotions? I would like to say that the majority of the time I stay even keel. I, I think it does kind of depend on the situation, uh, how the game plays out. Like if there is a stupid mental error or a base running error that led to the loss, yeah, I'm going to be pissed off because that's something that's avoidable. I think some nights your offense just doesn't have it. It sucks that they wasted a start from Adrian Hauser. But compared to last year, like you mentioned, they're doing better at not wasting starts. I think at, at last year, halfway through May, there was, what, probably 8 to 10 wasted days and wasted yeah, the, nights, like you yeah. used to say? 20 total throughout the year in my book. And I think it's safe to say we might only get maybe 10 to 15, which still... Well, we've had some to this year already. It look, seems... Look at Burns. Yeah, I feel horrible for him. He can't get any run support at all, but... The Braves, they have a good pitching staff. I think I tonight I wasn't mad. I think I was a little bit upset to see the offense two days in a row struggle, but I know that they're missing a couple of really key parts to their lineup. Especially a, against lefties. A, right. So I think if this was a full-strength team and they lost only scoring one run in 18 innings, at home, I would be a little bit upset. But right now, I think, according to the poll, I would qualify as not very much. So so 414-799-1250, you guys coming out of American Family Field. Man, I'm very impressed with both last night and tonight. Now, there were a fair amount of Braves fans in the park, both last night and tonight, but certainly not anything like uh, Chicago Cub fan base. I would. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Maybe 15 percent of the crowd tonight were Braves fans, if even that. I mean, if even that. And we forget. It doesn't make it any easier for me, uh, but we for, do forget at times that this is the world champion Atlanta Braves. They're a tough team, and they're they're a, they're a decent team. I mean, at the very least, they're not having the start that they wanted. They didn't last year, but it seems like boy, they make defensive plays against his Brewer squad, don't they? I don't know where their defensive metric is uh, in, in terms of uh, comparative to the rest of the league, but they seem to make really, really good defensive gems on this Brewer squad. It's almost like one hit would, would have made the difference, but nope, Swanson, another diving grab. 
Does it, Austin Riley, just another barehanded, you know, in one motion throwing out a base runner. Does it kind of seem like insult to injury from last year's NLDS in a way that we couldn't score then, new team, new players, the Braves are a new-look team, and we still can't score runs it, against them? It, it might be just a bad matchup situation. I don't know if that works as well as it does maybe in football when you say you don't match up very well with a team. But it does kind of look like this Atlanta Braves do have their number a little bit. Now, you win this game tomorrow, huge game. Burns on the hill. You better get some run support tomorrow. Take this series. Now you're 3-3 against these guys. We go to game seven. That's the way I look at this thing. And that's the way, that's the that's one of the reasons why I get a little more emotional, certainly against a team like this. Do you guys, you know, we, we threw it out there on Twitter. Do you, do you get angry after a Brewer's loss? Or does it depend on how the game shakes out a little bit? I mean, I've said it before. I'm going to continue to say it. I'm not going to change. Just because I got a microphone in front of me does not mean I change my uh, uh, emotions as being a fan. My bosses know it. My colleagues know it. I don't, the whole world knows it. God knows it. I told you guys I'm going to be a fan first, then a broadcaster second. And if you think less of me as a broadcaster, it doesn't matter to me. But I'm going to have the emotions running just like they would be if I'm right there with you. Because that's, that's, I mean, that's what we do. You can't shut that stuff off. Even though this industry has turned a lot of broadcasters into non-fans. And my colleagues, have they've admitted that to me. They're no longer fans of the team. They're more analysts of the team. Screw that. I mean, I don't... That's not I, fun. It's fun I, to have a horse in the race. No, how, how do you just eliminate a team that you've loved for so many years? I now, get that if being, you're like on the, the table at MLB Network. But even then, it's kind of fun to show a little bit of a bias. It, it is. It is. Uh and then subsequently, do you, do you then, are, are you supposed to handle yourself in a certain way and lock all that stuff out and say, you know, that, uh, you know, th- th- show no emotion at all? That this is the way baseball goes. It's a game. Stop. Sports is supposed to be a positive influence on your life, not a negative one. Well, that's pretty easy to say, and I've said that over the years, and, and, and it's true. But it's pretty tough to control this stuff. That's the Atlanta Braves. Those are the world champs. Those are the guys that that sent you packing last year in October with your tail between your legs. That's the team to beat. That's the team to make a a statement against. That's a team that you're going to say no more. See, again, I'm getting worked up because I don't know. I just, uh, do you guys, are you guys the same way? 414-799-1250. Let's get to you. A three-zip Brewers loss as we are live here in the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. And we'll start things off with John. John, you're on the fan. You get emotional after a Brewer loss? Exactly like you. It's frustrating when they lose to a team that, it's the same thing, right? Left-handed pitching, it's brutal. And that's why we struggle against them. They're left-handed. We might not get a hit tomorrow against Freed. 
We may not. Yeah, and then you're facing another lefty tomorrow. Even though Burns is on the hill, you got Freed going. Again, if you're just tuning in, John, and I know you you get us right away, but uh, this may be redundant to you. I mentioned this at the top of the show. The Brewers against left-handed starters this year are 4-8, and and in those 12 games, they've scored 29 runs, nine of which came in one game. Yeah, it's brutal. And they have great left-handed pitching. That's why we struggle against them. And, you know, when you got Barrasso and Kane, I mean, when Kane came up with the bases loaded, you, you know he's not going to get a hit. He's batting a buck 50 or buck 80, whatever. Kane, Brasso, Caratini was your 7 good 8 luck. 9 tonight. Yeah, good luck. And then your five hitters, Taylor. I mean, oh, I, it's, they, they struggle against all hitting in general. They're not hitting, not a great hitting team. But when you get good lefties and then great lefty tomorrow, they really struggle. And that's going to be their – they have to address that before the playoffs. Well, and I can hear I it already. I, 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 I literally can hear it already in tomorrow's broadcast. Now we're getting to the uh, mid-afternoon late portion where the shadows start making a difference. So you, you can't blame <laughs> the offense on this. Can you hear that coming already? Yeah, you can hear our announcers <laughs> say it all the time. They just excuse after excuse. I mean, you got to get some hits because that – called your show many times and you've heard me say it all in the playoffs when it matters you know i would go i'd if i'm doing a three-game series with the brewers even in the regular year i'd bring up triple a lefties we can't hit lefties we just i can't. think it was tucker carlson on the mound today not davidson <laughs> it was really i mean we made him look like you know he made him look like cy young and that free i mean he's a great pitcher to, who we're facing tomorrow we struggle against anybody. You know, it's hard to hit that guy, period. But he's going to – I feel sorry for Burns, too, right? I mean, he's facing all these other aces, and his offense can't even score two runs for him. Can we, just sign, can we just sign Ryan Braun just to face the lefties when there's a lefty right. starter? Yeah, for sure. Put him in the three-hole. I'd love to see it. Man, <laughs> wouldn't I? He hit better than half our lineup. <laughs> okay. All right, John. Thanks Thanks for the call. And, and John, you know, not a John call goes by without mentioning Lorenzo Cain. And we will dig into that Lorenzo Cain conversation. We, we certainly will. And it's a tough one, as I said last night. 799-1250. Brewers fall. Three zip tonight. Threw it out there on Twitter. What are the answers? Um, just a preliminary gut check. It hasn't been up all that long. I just, I just thought of that about the eighth inning today. Um, you have, you have. Do you want the preliminary results, Tim? Yeah, yeah. Give me some results, and and then what were the choices here? I, I threw up very. Do you get angry after Brewers' losses? Very, and then go from there. Moderate, not much, and grain of salt. Uh, the vast majority are right in the middle. say not much, 38.1% say moderate. Then 16% say grain of salt, couldn't care less. Only 6.9% say very. You guys have much more control over being a fan than I do. And and it's either way is not wrong. I'm not saying one one is is better than the other. It's, It's okay. And I don't think any less of you as a Brewer fan if you don't get emotional in situations like this, I, I, not at all. I don't, I don't like you any less. But I'm just telling you where I'm coming from. It, it's not just the show. It's not just the, uh, you know, Tim Allen rants. You know, these classic just I go crazy kind of deals. That's, Even that's, though that's, that is your Twitter account. 
It, it, exactly. But I do get, and you, Evan, and, and some of the other producers, you get the luxury, or maybe lack thereof, I guess I could put it, of, of hearing and seeing my reactions during games, which can be an unpleasant situation at times, I got to say. I mean, I just don't want to blow a gasket here. And I mean that in terms of health. I got to watch it. I do. 799-1250 in Anaheim on the Odyssey app. It's Vincent. Vincent, I know you're, you're generally speaking a, uh, an Angels fan, and they're doing quite well, so congrats on yes, that. But I, but I know you've adopted us as a team here, so I don't expect you to be upset over losses like this. Uh, I just look at it. I get, I get disappointed, Tim. I do, you know, because, like, like, look, look, I'm going to bring it back. Like, 2015 Angels, all they needed to do was win one game to get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it went all the way to the last game. They couldn't get it done. Imagine if they would have won one extra game during the regular season, a game yep. like, oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, I'll look at the other way. You know, you know that, right that, that's why I, I, I get comedy. So, no, I, I get you. I, I, I'm more of a look at the big picture, but it's a wasted day. Like, wasted day, wasted night. I was thinking the same thing when I was waiting on home, man. It's a wasted look. You know, Can we just, just play that song? Can we just play that song again? I know we played it a lot last year, but we, we need to just play it just for old time's sake here because this, this, this is becoming a little bit of a habit again. Right, and then um, it's it just like, look, I look at it like this, man. Um, we better, we uh, as an offense, we got to be more consistent in what we do. I mean, somebody can say we are consistent. We don't score runs, <laughs> you know. <laughs> We're not scoring runs now. But I look at it like that, and I do. I get emotional. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's why. I, honestly, sometimes I don't even listen to my own team play that much because I work a lot or watch because I get too. If I'm by myself, oh man, I'm cursing. I mean, what are you doing? I, 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 you know, for real, man. But then, then I look at the big picture and say, hey, I ain't got no control of this. But, hey, man, I got passion for this team. And that's why I like your show. And that's why I like you, Tim, because, like you said, you're a fan first. And I respect that. I don't like these guys being like, oh, this is that. They're not even a fan of the team, which I get. Being professional, if you got a job, you're doing your thing to get paid. But the fact that you're a fan of the team and you're showing the support, showing the love, and you're not you're not like a homer all the time. You keep it real too. You know what I mean. You set your team straight. Say, hey man, we got to be better than this. They're right horrible now. against left-handed pitchers, left-handed starters. And and why is that, dude? Why why is that? And I'll t- I think I have an answer for that. It's the way the lineup is comprised against lefties. There's no other explanation to it. There's there's really no other reasoning for it. You can't continually give credit to a Tucker Davidson. No, because a Sam Long, come on! <laughs> no, I even looked at that guy's ERA and it looked like it was big. I mean, unless I was reading wrong, but it, it, plus we didn't have our big guns in. We didn't have you know we didn't have Thomas and then uh, McCutcheon. He was you know down and out. So I, I look at it that way. But hey, we can't be doing that, man. We're gonna be like remember a couple years ago when we lost that game against San Diego when we were late winning in the ninth inning or something like that. Remember that? When oh we had yeah, Ryan Bronson on the team. Yeah, man, those. Old, they add up. They can catch up. But I'm very passionate, man. I love, like I said, I love my angels, love my giants, and I'm down with the brute. What, what, I forgot where where you work. I just you're always working. What do you do, dude? Oh, I, I work. I'm a custodian at an elementary school. Okay, nice. So, so you're so you're up. It sucks, man. I'm working when all the games are on. <laughs> well, making money doesn't suck. That's for nah, sure. Nah, of course not. Nah, so I'm good. I'm good. I make my money. It's good money, too, so I ain't tripping. <laughs> Rock on. All right, dude. We'll, we'll talk right, soon. Man. Stay up, man. Go right. brute crew, man. Keep y'all heads up. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. I I get th- these days. 
I'm sorry. We got some audio going. Well, you just you wanted the song. It's okay. Yeah, started started again, but 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 crank it up a little bit. I mean, you you got another start from Adrian House. Better known as Sir Douglas Quintet. Check it out from San Antonio. Wherever you are, brother. Wasted days and wasted nights. <laughs> I have left for you behind. It's so true. It, it is just so true. Or you don't belong to me. <laughs> Your heart belongs to someone else. Why should I keep loving you? Yeah, because you give me so much pain all the time. When I know that you're not true. <laughs> All right, there you go. Wasted days and wasted nights. For example, if the emotional roller coaster that I'm on, you guys know uh, how I feel about the Cubs, and that's the one team still at the top of the top of the list here that will just put me sideways. But then next on the list are the teams that this this Brewer squad needs to beat to to join the big boy club on a national level. We're always going to love them, I and mean, they're our team. But that I don't know why that bothers me. It bothers me. It does when they don't get the national love when they're a really good team. To do that, they're going to have to take start to take care of the Braves and the Dodgers and the Mets and the Giants and not win all your rest of your games and then struggle and look bad against these particular teams. So that's starting to rise for me on the emotional uh, you know, meter, if you will. It's not just the Cubs anymore for me. It's not just Tommy LaStella or, or you know, some of these guys, Tommy Pham, just guys that always now Okuna Jr. Why, boy, he's he's climbing my list. It's something fierce. It's not just the guys anymore. It's these teams. It's not just the Cubs anymore. I want them to hit the next level and start to take care of business against teams like this, the Braves. Now they're down one with the sixth game tomorrow. You win that game. We're whistling a different tune tomorrow. You're three and three in six games if you win tomorrow. It's, that, it's just that simple. So you want to talk about an emotional day for me tomorrow. That's a big game tomorrow, guys. That really is a big game. You lose that game tomorrow, and you suddenly have lost three of the last four series. That's not a good trend with this type of pitching you've got going here. Three of four series. You win tomorrow. Now you're 2-2, two and two, right in the ship a little bit with the last four series. So that you, you call it a, a small game in May. You just heard Vincent say his favorite team, one game short. You know, the, a game one sixty three a few years ago. And what do you think the Cubs are feeling about a loss in May or July? And they wouldn't have even had to get, to go into the one sixty three. That's that's how these these seasons can go 799-1250 we'll take a break come back brewers fall three zip we're going to hear from craig council and get to more of your reaction i'd love to play a bunch of highlights tonight highlights are plenty from bally sports wisconsin coming up well they're not because there were no highlights some big double plays though some big strikeouts to get out of 
jams for uh, Adrian Hauser. So I'll uh, I'll say this that he performed well tonight. Three zip Brewers lose. Loving you when I know that you're not true. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. Three zip Brewers fall in game two of this three-game set against the Atlanta Braves. And, you know, you can't blame Adrian Hauser. He did his job. Trevor Gott did his job. And, you know, it it just was, uh, again, the offense, as much as I was, well, sort of praising them a little bit last night, uh, they come up with a goose egg today. Go figure. I mean, that's just the way the way it works. Call the game with 5 o'clock Steakhouse is uh, Vincent from Anaheim. <laughs> He's the call of the game. At back, he mentioned the 2015 Angels. A one Trevor Gott was on that team as a rookie. How about a Jet Bandy was on that team, former Brewer backstop. And looking at this team, uh, my boy Kirk Neuenheis. <laughs> I didn't realize he was an Angel even. I just thought he was a Met then and then a Brewer, but... Uh, was there one more on there, Evan, that, that has some Brewer ties to it? I want to say it was Daniel Robertson. Ah, yes. I, How could I, I forget? I checked, and I think it might be a different Daniel Robertson. But either way, just saying that name alone should scare Brewers fans. True. Yeah. Yeah. Brasso with a big error tonight, by the way, speaking of Daniel Robertson. Just saying. I shouldn't get on Brasso. He's, he's a solid major league player, and I think actually getting too much playing time. They need to right the ship on this roster. I, w- I will tell you that. Uh, Mike in West Dallas, you're next on The Fan. Good evening, Mike. Hi, Tim. Hey, it's more important how you are. <laughs> okay, good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I guess, you know, given that the Major League season is 162 games, I, I don't really get upset so much about wins and losses. For me, it's about situational baseball. So, you know, if you have a guy in third base with less than two outs and you can't score that mm-hmm. run, I, that really frustrates me because, you know, and I played college baseball as well. To me, that that's a free run. I mean, as long as you put the ball in play and it's not a pop-up in the infield, you're most likely mm-hmm. going to be able yep. to score that yep. run. Um, and I actually think the Brewers have done a really good job of that this season. Much but better you, this year, yes. Yeah, they're playing good situational baseball, and that. Even if they don't crush on offense, you can still scrape a couple runs just by playing good situations. And Colton baseball. Wong had a, a bunt base hit tonight. How about that? I, I love it. I love it. I, I think he, he needs to do more of that because he's a good bunter. Um, the other thing that uh, frustrates me, and I, you know, John mentioned it, is that you know, the Tyron Taylor-Lorenzo uh, Kane platoon is just not working out. I, at this stage, I, I don't think either is really an everyday player. Um, so what I would like to see... I think they should trade Adrian Hauser uh, for a center fielder who can hit, uh, a young, dynamic center fielder who can hit, because you have Ethan Small in the minors. I mean, he's got a two ERA right now. Yeah. That's their 2019 uh, first-round pick. So yeah, I you're going to see him soon. Oh, yeah. So, and and I, I read an article in the Journal Sentinel 
that usually after 15 starts at AAA, that's when the Brewers bring their guy up. You know, their young stud pitchers. Uh, that's what they've done with their previous guys. Mm-hmm. So I think you could get similar production from small, uh, and I think you could get a really good trade, a really good bat return. Uh, well, and you could there. even slide Ashby into the rotation, then small goes to the bullpen. Sure, yeah, let him, let him get his feet wet in the bullpen. Although yeah. I will say he's not really, he's not like a, a power arm. He's uh, not. He's, he's like a ni- 91 to 94 mile an hour mm-hmm. kind of control guy, which isn't slow by any means, but he's, he's not a, usually your power arm that you look for in you know, those like seven to eight eighth innings, you know, high leverage type situations. So, um, but either way, I, I think I just, it's just the one weak spot in their lineup right now that I really think they need to correct that uh, by the trade deadline. Well, you might be a better man than me because I, uh, I, I do pay attention obviously to the brand of baseball, the style of baseball, the fundamentals of baseball, but I, that it, what supersedes that is the, the emotional part of, of the winning, <laughs> that part of it, or the losing. That, that part of it gets me. So, you know, in, in, a lot of, uh, in a lot of avenues, you may be a better man than me for just well, controlling that emotion. Well, let's get one thing straight, Tim. When it, when it comes down towards the end of the season and every win or, or loss, you know, I, I know they all mean the same thing. But, you know but it, they're magnified, say. yes. Yeah, they're, they're magnified. And in the standings, you want to get that, you know, first place in the division. You don't want to have to play that play-in game. Um, so that's when, yeah, I, I am going to get pretty fired up about every win and loss once it gets towards the end of the season. All right, thanks for the call, man. I, pr- I appreciate it. Uh, you mentioned trades there. Where do I have that? I had this handy because I knew – I know the uh, uh, year, I guess, anniversary, for lack of another term, is coming up on the Willie Adamas acquisition. David Stern's not afraid to trade early. David Stern's doesn't have a a trade season. He really doesn't. So I grabbed, because I knew this was coming. Here it is. Um, Last year, during the season, okay, this is is all during the season, excluding the offseason. These are the trades that David Stearns did during the season, okay? Um, April 6th, Orlando Arcia was traded. I mean, that was a few days into the season. He sees that he has to make moves. I think he's a little quick on the, on the, on the trigger finger for making these moves. Uh, he was moved to the Braves for a couple of couple of relievers. I know uh, Patrick Weigel um, and Chad Sabanka. May 21st, the Willie Adamas. That's what I was talking about. Uh, Willie Adamas and Trevor Richards, was acqu- they were acquired from Tampa uh, for Drew Rasmussen and J.P. Fireisen. Uh, June 12th, Hunter Strickland was acquired from the Angels for cash. What a move that was in June. You think the Angels might have been kicking themselves? What could they have gotten at the actual trade deadline in late July? Um, June 25th, another trade in June. Yandel Gustave and uh, Troy Stokes Jr. were acquired uh, for Samuel Escobaro to the Pirates organization. Um, July 26th, Rowdy Telez was acquired for Bowden Francis and the aforementioned Trevor Richards. So he flipped in a season 
he flipped a trade acquisition. Who does this? He, he's he, he's like reading the writing on the wall. Uh, July 28th, now we get to the uh, trade season, actual trade deadline nears uh, at, at the uh, 28th of July. Eduardo Escobar acquired uh, from the Arizona Diamondbacks for Cooper Hummel and Alberto Sipion. July 28th, Daniel Norris, left-handed reliever, acquired from the Tigers for a pitcher, Arias Olsen. July 28th, same day, Brewers acquire right-handed reliever John Curtis, reliever for uh, from Miami for catcher Peyton Henry, who you just saw on uh, Sunday have a big two-out, two-strike, two-RBI base hit. I didn't win the game, but so, so goes Peyton Henry trying to beat his old uh, organization. August 2nd, you remember this? John Axford was acquired from Toronto for cash. Do you remember how much that cash was, Evan? Here's a little quiz, quiz question. I don't know. $1. <laughs> was it really? I believe so. Well, and he threw about one pitch, too. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yes, he did. But my point is nine trades in season. A handful of them, about half of them, were not even near the deadline. So when we talk trades, we'll get into this uh, as we uh, get a little bit more toward the weekend here and hit that one-year mark of when they acquired Willie Adamas. But what would you trade for at this point? I still think that they're going to trade for a reliever. Um, They're going to get a reliever. But they, they also might surprise you a little bit. He may pull up, pull off a trade here in a week or two. He may pull off a trade tonight. I, for all we know. But what would you trade for? That would be the question. We'll get into that uh, this weekend. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Heimer, welcome in once again. You're on the fan. Hi Tim, how are you, buddy? Well, more important, how are you, are Heimer? <laughs> I talked to you yesterday. And yes, I don't yes, you did. Redundant, and you know it's coming. I but do. You do know it's coming. But seriously, you saw what he did tonight with guys on base. Tim, he can't get the ball out of the infield. You saw what he did in center field. Tim, that was a 250-foot pop-up to right center field. Acuna tagged on that. Acuna saw who was going to catch the ball. If Renfro catches that, Acuna's going nowhere. He's I agree. Catching I agree. that ball, right? Yep. And he takes off, and Kane makes his hand grenade throw to third, <laughs> right offline. And the biggest thing about that is he throws him out. Ozuna never bats. Ozuna hits the bomb, and the game's pretty much over. Yeah, well, I would agree there, but I, I think it's somewhat smart base running also, Heimer. You know enough about baseball. It's once Acuna knew that the center fielder, maybe not just only Lorenzo Cain was on his mind, but the center fielder is going to play that ball. He's not in a position that the right fielder would be in to crow hop or to, to, to get it uh, up by his right ear and, and, and make the right fundamentals to throw that way. You're a little off kilter when the center fielder has to make that play. But I see, I, I hear what you're saying. It's, again, 
this 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 is the time now where they're going to have to make a difficult decision on that. And and that's why I attach the conversation of trades in with that center field position, Tyrone Taylor and Lorenzo Cain. Are either one of those two the guy to go to seven, eight games out of ten? I think, Tim, that Tyrone Taylor is in a no-win situation. He 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 tore it up last year. A couple weeks of last year, he was like the best player in the league. He hit home runs. He drove in runs. He made the plays. But he knows. I mean, the Brewers look at Kane like he's a a Yount or a Molitor. Come on. I mean, he had a you know when he, we first signed him that first year too. He was okay. He had some good years there. But, you know, that contract was a joke. I mean, and, and I, we, when I talked about this before, was, you know, he's making $18 million this year. Mm-hmm. You said, and I talked to you on the air about this, that they figured, you know, he was on the downhill now. But he's good in the locker room. I mean, that's weak, Tim. I mean, but it may it, touch it, now. You got Adamus, you know, you know, they're fiery guys. I mean, what has this guy got over this organization? He's a liability, Tim. He shows it game in and game out. Okay, right now, right now he might be, but um, it's a long season. They just have to wait a little bit longer. They're they're just going to wait a little bit longer. If he is your fifth outfielder on this team, would you be okay with that? Just, just I'm just throwing it out there. I don't. Well, I would be. Well, we know they're not going to trade him. Nobody's going to want him. So they're they're either going to have to eat that contract, or he's going to have to come up with some unknown injury. But I mean, would you take him as a fifth but, as a fifth outfielder? Would you be okay with that if that's what it morphs into by the end of the year? That would be the best. A uh, case scenario for him would be being a fifth outfielder, and, and then he could be that leader. Center field. Yes, so. that, then then he could be the leader in the clubhouse, show by example, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I've never been in a clubhouse, Tim. So, I mean, like I said, Adamus and Touch. I mean, you know, they're fiery guys. I think they could handle that clubhouse. That's yeah, there, there. Yeah, there are other leaders. All right, Heimer. To be continued. You keep this dialogue going, okay? okay buddy. Have, All right. Be well, right. Huh? See you. See you later. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. That's I, again. I'm I'm at a loss. We have to wait and see. Right now, what what else you were were you going to do? Especially in tonight's game. And I don't want to isolate the whole count Lorenzo Kane conversation on one game. But if you're if if we are just talking last night and tonight. With two bench players, what else can you do? That's not his fault. That's their fault. That's their fault for always waiting on the roster move. Doesn't that seem to you, Evan? They always just wait and wait and wait some more. This, this off day on Thursday, I think is a bad uh, it's it's really influencing the decision on rosters because of an off day 48 hours from right now. It has impact on their decision-making with a roster. 
What if this game goes into extra frames last night and tonight? I mean, think about those things. You, you add Lorenzo Cain batting in a pivotal situation late in a tight ball game tonight. Had there been their regular bench players in there, would they have gone to someone else? Would they have gone to a Keston here to try and pop the three-run home runner? At that point, I think it was the grand slam. Might have been. Would they have gone to that? But without the roster moves, you couldn't. Now, there was talk, I think it was Levering on the radio side, was talking about Lorenzo Cain being on a mission today during BP. He's going to be, Lorenzo Cain, he's going to be better than what he's showing. He just is. He is. Hard to but be I will worse. Ex- it is hard to, to be any worse. I agree. The biggest concern I have is that Heimer brought it up is the soft contact. We're not even seeing any loud outs. And it's, it hasn't been just recently. We're seeing a lot of just foul balls just with nothing on them. We're seeing some seeing-eye singles here and there. Little humpback liners here for base hits. That, that one's the tough one to kind of defend. It really is. What do you want to do here, Evan? Uh, let's go to Dave in Menominee Falls. What do you say, Dave? You're on the fan. Hey, Tim. Uh, yeah, for going back to last night, Tim, you, you gave me a lot of gave me reason for hope last night when you were going through the <laughs> I know offensive. offensive Wouldn't you know it? That's just the way it goes. It's just the way baseball. It, it'll it'll just throw you so many curveballs. I was praising the offense that they're not as bad as as perceptually people look at them. All of a sudden, they get shut out the next day. Yeah, and that had to just put a sting in it because after I heard you last night, I thought, oh, my, hey, maybe Tim's right here. You know, we're going to be okay. <laughs> but, you know, I have trust in Stearns. I do. Uh, but if you're looking around baseball right now, you're starting to see a lot more runs being scored. I think mm-hmm. the hitters are finally catching up to the pitching, and the Brewers are not one of those teams that is coming up. So I think – Stearns has to look at one of the pitchers, and we got to get another bat in here, and I, I, I think he'll address it. I really do. I do, too. And, and he made nine in-season trades last year. And, and if, if, if we know anything about David Stearns, it's, it's always going to be in an effort to make his team better. And whether that comes from AAA, uh, whether that comes from outside the organization, inside the, the, the division even, I mean, who knows? They, they made a trade. With Pittsburgh last year, and 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 you know you never know. But he's, are we convinced he's going to make a move or two or three or four? Yeah, I believe I so. he will. I believe yeah. he will. I'm with you, Dave. And and you know, nine games over 500 speaks volumes. But uh, I, I don't think it's good enough. I don't think it's good enough yet. I don't. My expectations are too high, and I think yours are too. Absolutely. Dave, thanks for the call. Let's let's thanks, stay Tim. in touch here. Yeah, all summer long. We're, we're going to be doing this and having a great time. 799-1250 if you want to jump in here. Craig Council is on the way. Also, we're going to hear from Willie Adamas. Uh, spoke before the game uh, about the injury. So stick around for that because, uh, you know, that that is what I was just talking about with the roster situation. The McCutcheon thing, there's not much you can do about it because it's so open-ended. He's cleared to play. But can you squeak through these couple of games, get to that off day where you, you wouldn't have to activate him? Well, 
I th- I think an Andrew McCutcheon or another bat may have been the difference in a tight game like this tonight. We'll never know the answer to that question. But now you're going to go back at it tomorrow. Does does Kutch get activated tomorrow? Or do you want to squeak by a Corbin Burns? Does that have an impact on that decision as well? Do you want to get to that off day to check the status of Willie Adamas and that ankle to see if he's close enough to where you don't? That's the way they're playing it right now. And they're playing it through the off day on Thursday. I think it's a mistake. I do. If you're going to tell me that this is a long season, then go ahead and and pull the trigger and IL him now. Make sure he's fully healthy in 10 days. Retro it to a day or two ago. Do whatever you got to do in in that regard. But make sure it's fully healthy. If you're going to do it, do it. But don't go into a game with the Atlanta Braves light-handed. As much as you like that bench of yours and the flexibility – You chose to go into this with a depleted bench. I thought it was a mistake, and it may have made the difference. All right, uh, enough of that. We'll get to Craig Council up next. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Brewers get shut out tonight. Three-zip the final series tied at one. Stick around. We'll be right back here on The Fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. Three zip, Brewers fall. Uh, There'll be better days. That's what somebody wants. Oh, I say that quite often. Uh, Adrian Hauser pitched a, a nice game. What's his ERA now, Evan? Let's just do a quick check on... Adrian Hauser. He came in at, uh, I believe, 353. And after tonight, six innings of one run unearned. Unearned. uh, It's down to 3.22. Yeah, there you go. And I think that may be what he ended last season with. So he's, I mean, he's right there uh, at around where he was. And, you know, that's 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 just riches of the starting rotation here. Now they got to get more consistent offensively. I think everyone's aware of that. Uh, the offense, as I stated and, and pointed out last night with some metrics that you know they're not as bad as you think, but then again, 24 hours later, they do this, and you're like, well, maybe they are. We'll see as, as time moves along here. Re- Craig Real Council. quick, sorry, before we go to Council, I think that we need to give Hauser a lot of credit. We've given Lauer the credit that he rightfully deserves for being – one of the best pitchers in baseball since last June, but there still doesn't seem like there's a lot of talk about Adrian no. Hauser, who's no. been right there. I think his sinkers look absolutely incredible. Might be one of the best pitches on this Brewers staff, and he just continues to go out there and exceed expectations. And I think he's he's uh, outshined by these other guys because of, no, well, he should be by Burns. He's a Cy Young Award winner, but even a guy like Woody. Uh, not ne- having nearly the, as good a year as Adrian Hauser is. And then you have Lauer has just been, been amazing. And Freddie Peralta is really starting to put things together. He does get the, it's not a big splash value with an Adrian Hauser and it should be. And I, and I think when you, when you run down these guys 
you have to look more than just the names. You have to look at, at the numbers too. And he's been, he's been really stepping up. Uh, Craig Council has got to be pretty pleased tonight with the uh, bounce back out of Trevor Gott. I know I was, and that's the, probably the, the, uh, the nerdy thing in me that I, I look for because I'm looking a little big picture on that. If they don't have Gott this year, what's the state of this bullpen? We all, we all know what happened with Jay Cousins and now the injury, but you know he was just teetering there, Cousins was, just teetering there. Is he going to have a good year? Is he going to be – because you want him to not just be good. You want him to be dominating because then that whole bullpen just takes a different look when you have a fifth, sixth uh, inning guy that is just outstanding. That's the importance of Trevor Gott. I don't know if – I haven't heard this, but I don't know if Trevor uh, Gott was mentioned by Craig Council tonight, uh, but I need to point that out, that that, that was a great bounce back out of uh, the Brewers' right-hander. Now let's get to uh, Craig Council. Brewers get shut out tonight, 3-zip. Well, we haven't we, – I mean, the, you know, you can the, – the numbers say we haven't done well against them, and I, and I agree. Um, I think it'll change. Um, and I think we have, you know, can provide plenty of matchups to be good against left-handers. Uh, we just haven't, you know, we just haven't done it yet. We had some opportunities tonight and didn't get a didn't get a hit. Plenty of plenty of guys on base didn't get the next hit. Um, so you know, I'm confident we'll be. I, I like our lineups versus lefties. Um, we're obviously missing a couple guys, but our the, the the guys we can normally run out there against left-handed pitching and. I think it's a good lineup. And like the pressure innings, those are encouraging, right? Of you to put together those innings. Yeah, I mean, we 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 had a chance. We had chances tonight. We we didn't cash in on the chances. What was it about Davidson that you you guys couldn't seem to crack through with that? Yeah, I mean. I mean, he did, he did a nice job. He was kind of like effectively wild a little bit, um, but he but he landed his breaking ball when he had to, um, and, and yeah, he made enough pitches. Nice to see Adrian bounce back after this. Start. Yeah, I thought Adrian pitched really well. Um, I, I, thought, I just thought he did a really nice job. Um, he got he got the ball kind of away. I thought they were kind of looking in, and he got the ball away when he had to, and and made got some. Vic did a nice job with him, um, getting him some strikes, and um, just a good combination of like changing up the hitters. Those right-handers, obviously, with the sinker, it's it's you gotta you gotta cheat to get to it a little bit, and I think it opened up the outer lane a little bit, and then then he went in there, he went in at appropriate times to get ground balls. In the eighth, are you okay with first pitch, Kane first pitch after a walk? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You think that was a, a good, pretty good play by Riley? Um. Yeah, I mean they made the play. Yeah. Did you see enough today pregame from McCutcheon and over the eleven? He he will not be active tomorrow. No. Everything else okay? Just needs. Yeah, I, I just he just needs more. I think he needs more baseball. Um, and with the off day, it gets him just two more days um, to to get him ready to go for the weekend. On that Brasso play, uh, the ball just kind of eat him up with, with the hard. Yeah, very hard hit. Um, you know, and that's 
you know, it's it's an air. It's it's a tough air. It's just one of those balls. It's a tough play for the third baseman when you hit very hard ground ball, big top spin, um, and it, you know, you, you just didn't you just didn't get it. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South Twenty Seventh Street in Oak Creek on twelve fifty a.m. The Fan. Time to head into the clubhouse and hear from the pros. All right, uh, so my speculation was right. This this infamous Thursday off day is impacting the roster even more. <laughs> okay. You want to run short on, on, on a bench? That's fine, but it's, go, it's going to burn you. Baseball has a way. The baseball gods have a way of making you pay for something like that. And so hopefully it's not tomorrow. Hopefully you can get through tomorrow and get to this world-famous off day on Thursday that you're not only waiting on McCutcheon to get through the off day, you're waiting on Willie Adamas to make a roster move to get to Friday. But it's all based all based around, I shouldn't be harping on this, but, but it just seems to me it's all based around this off day. Give full strength here. Is it a money saver thing? I would hope not. I don't think so. I mean, they still get paid if they're on the injured list. Well, or no, are you I just saying mean for in travel, calling up somebody? Tra- travel expense, yeah. I mean, I would highly doubt it. If that's the case, then they need to sell the team. <laughs> right. I don't know how much. Well, these days, hey, a flight. The Have you checked uh, airfare oh, these yeah. days? I've booked two flights in the last uh, week, and they cost over a grand. It's ridiculous. It's, it's disgusting what they're charging for airfare these days, let alone our gas tank. That's that's crazy times, crazy. All right, uh, Willie Adamas. Speaking of which, uh, he spoke earlier today. Uh, you can hear it right from Willie. How is that ankle from Willie Adamas? Still working on it, you know, working hard to try to um, get back to the field as soon as I can, and you know, we're well, we on it. it. Definitely felt better today coming in, and you know, um, see what happened after how, today. How optimistic are you that you can avoid an IL stint? I'm always want to be on the field, man. You know, I don't like to go on the IL, so that's why we're working hard on it to see uh, if we can get her, you know, better that I can go out there and do my best. Sorry. What do you want to see as far as, like, how you're feeling and what you're able to do? No, you know, obviously I just want to uh, feel stronger and, you know, uh, feel uh, get to a position that I, I know I can give my best out there and I'm, uh, you know, just, just playing to play. And obviously, I want to be in a position that I can help my team uh, to win more games. And, and the way I do that is just trying to continue to work with the, um, with the staff here. And you know, they're gonna get, they're gonna get me ready to go out there. And, you know, 100%. What input do you have on it? Obviously, the trainers, the medical people, are gonna have a lot to say. What do you have to say as far as it goes? Man, I don't know, man. Like, uh, like I say, I love to be on the field. I don't want to go uh, on the IO. We're gonna continue to work on it. I'm, I'm gonna put, you know, my two two hundred percent effort on it to see if we can get it right and you know get back whenever they want me to. But as soon as I can, that's my uh, that's my mentality. Willie, how soon do you think you might be able to get on the field and really test it right? Whether it's with ground balls or running, or is it too soon to say? Yeah, I don't know yet. I don't know what they want me to do. But uh, like I say, you know, I'm doing my 200% to, to get back as soon as I can and, you know, uh, 
We've been working hard yesterday and today, and obviously, you know, I felt way, way better today. Really, we always see you out on the rail, straddling the railing during games. What are you like when you can't be out there? Bored. Like, uh, I get in a bad mood, man, when I can't play. So that's why I, I always want to be out there. And, you know, obviously I need to support my teammates. So I go out there uh, when I can and, you know, to try to support them and, you know, show them that I'm there for them. And, and you know, I, I don't like to be off the line, though, man. I mean. All right. Well, there he is, Willie Adamas. Now, that this is before the game. When was the last time you heard Adamas sound like that? I the think answer, it's safe to say never. Never. Now, again, I, I don't know for sure, and I hope I hope they, they get it all good to go, and he's, he's on the field in the starting lineup against the Nationals on, on Friday. Doesn't sound like that to me. It really doesn't. It not only sounds like he won't be on the field Friday, it not only sounds like he will be on the IL, but it sounds to me like it's a lot worse than anybody knows. It's just the way it sounds to me. High ankle sprain. Evan, you pointed this out the other day. High ankle sprain. Those aren't good. That's usually four to six weeks at least. It is. Yeah. Now, now we're not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. But it just doesn't. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't sound like uh, right. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope he's back on the field on Friday. All right, Craig's Ride Home is up next. We'll check a phenomenal pitching matchup uh, after the break here. This is a good one. You, you got a, a day off work. Head to American Family Field tomorrow. You're going to love this matchup. We'll do that next here on The Fan. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Craig Council's workday is done. He's from here, and he lives here. Time for Craig's Ride Home. His radio just might be on 1250 AM, The Fan. Do you feel the need to let him know what's on your mind? I know we do. All right, three zip. Game two goes to the Braves. And now the series tied at one in a huge game tomorrow. So Craig's ride home. Yeah, he might be having the fan on. I don't know. But if he does, uh, Craig, I I think uh, the organization is playing around a little bit too much with this roster situation. You want to be at full strength, especially against uh, the Atlanta Braves. They won a ring last year. You might have seen that. Um, So... (laughs) You want to make sure you, you, you go full strength, and it, it just doesn't appear that you're at full strength. And in games like this, one zip, three zip, that couldn't make the difference. Just saying. Uh, just uh, I would prefer that the Brewers be at full strength against the world champs. That's all. That's all I got to say. So far, so good overall, 23 and 14, nine over. Uh, getting through this, getting through this injury bug biting you a little bit, but uh, that bites everybody. So just keep keeping on. Well, hello, Craig. Uh, I know that being a manager is kind of a thankless job in a way. You're the first one to blame, and if you're not seen as someone nationally recognized like you are, you're one of the last people to get thanked for a job. So thank you for this fast start. For I, I, I think the team has performed record-wise right around what we expected. I think mm-hmm. that's safe to say. You've dealt with a lot of injuries. You've dealt with COVID, which is never fun. 
So I just I want to say thank you and congratulations for the job that you've done. Yes. You're inching closer and closer to being the Brewers' winningest manager. I think that's not talked about enough. But, Craig, I noticed tonight you seem kind of short. Your answers were short. And I just I know that you're getting upset, uh, but make sure that you vote in Tim's poll on how upset you get after <laughs> Brewers' losses, and make sure to tag twelve fifty a.m. the fan on yes. Twitter so that we can read it on just, air. Thank just you. vote on that. I, I think he would be grain of salt. Vote, yeah. Do I get angry over Brewer losses? Craig Council's answer would be, ah, I take it with a grain of salt. I know that would be Christian Yelich's answer. That's for sure, and. Just one more thing before we check the uh, matchup for tomorrow. When was the last time Yelly had a clutch hit? We're thinking about this earlier today. Now this- I'm sure he has, because we. I mean, gosh, I I follow every game, and I just none none really like come to mind. Like this that. is one of the times that we want you to tweet at us and prove us wrong and say that it's happened recently. Yeah, and you forgot about it, right. I, I can't remember the last time. I don't either. I, I just don't remember a, a big-time clutch hit in a tough spot. Two outs, two on, tie game, seventh inning, and the pitch to Yelich, and he draws a walk. <laughs> okay, and that helps. Don't get me wrong. Tonight it helped uh, a, a walk. But he had two on, two out, and you're thinking, come on, Yelly, just one time now. Come on. I just I don't remember it. I'll have to go back into the archives here and take a look at my notes. Go maybe even go over the game logs to kind of define what a clutch hit might be. You know, is a clutch hit in the fifth inning? I guess I guess you could make the argument depending on the situation, I suppose. If you're uh, four runs down, you come up with a two or three run home run, you get them back in the game and you had a three run. Okay, this comes to mind. They're down 7 zip. And he had a three-run home run against Cincinnati. Now, again, you could say it's clutch hitting for the cycle. But my goodness, you were down 14-6 at one point in that game. I think it was the seven. Could you define that as a clutch hit? I think I could. You're down seven zip early in a ball game. I think it might have been the third inning. You had a three-run bomb. That puts you kind of right back in that game. Is that clutch enough for you, Evan? I'll allow it. I I also Barely. would make an argument that going forward the cycles a little bit clutch. It's a selfish clutch, but it's clutch nonetheless. And it takes just a strange thing to happen to get a cycle too. And I think that was maybe a little underplayed too. Cycles cool. How Especially often does it happen in a loss too? I don't think it's. I don't think it's happened in a loss, has it? Not in Brewer history. I want to say, I remember that day, it was literally one. And I think it was in like 1984 or five. But other than that, yeah, I think it was the second time in Brewer's history they lost with a cycle. Okay, tomorrow, if you have a spare off day, you got a sick day in in your hip pocket here, and and you want to say, "Eh, I'm not feeling good. You're coming Mm -hmm. down with the itis. Yeah, and and it uh, someone will say, well, for all by all means. I mean, you need to be safe these days. You hate to take advantage of it, but how about just tell them the truth? I got a personal day. I'm taking it. 
You have personal days in your in your employee handbook for a reason. It means you can take them. Take one for tomorrow because at 12:10 there's going to be a first pitch thrown by the Cy Young Award winner Corbin Burns and he's going to face a tough customer on the other side in the rubber match of a three-game set. Evan, what do you have? Yeah, he'll be going up against Max Freed, the lefty who just 10 days ago went seven innings, one run allowed against this very same Brewers team. He goes into this game 4-2 and two with a 3.14 ERA. Corbin, though, 1-2 and two with a measly 177 ERA. If anybody needs run support, it's Corbin. Looking at Corbin's game log earlier today, as a matter of fact, you see these seven innings, two runs, seven innings, one run, six and two thirds, one run, six shutouts, seven shutouts. It's just, it's just amazing. It is really something special to see. And as I said, it's game three, and it's here in Milwaukee at American Family Field. First pitch, 12-10. After the last pitch, make the switch right here. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandy, South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Uh, thanks for listening tonight. Appreciate that. Nice conversations tonight. Uh, for Evan Heffelfinger, my name is Tim Allen. Talk to you tomorrow afternoon. And despite the outcome, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.